Hey everyone, it's Rich. I just wanted to let you know that unfortunately I haven't had a whole lot of time to have editing happen as of lately because unfortunately I have to move again. Um, we last took a couple month break because I was moving across the country. Thankfully, I just have to move a few blocks, hopefully. But uh, it turns out that house shopping is a lot of work and uh, it's just really cut into my time for preparing for the podcast. So instead, this week, I'm happy to release something that was previously Patreon exclusive, and it is one out of four of our player interviews. The one that I've selected to go up publicly is Grace's. It's got a lot of really cool content and tidbits in it. And if it interests you, consider becoming a patron. You can find the Patreon link at our link tree, which is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Dunsparce. And just click that Patreon button. You can get it all signed up that way. Again, thank you so much for your support. And I hope you enjoy the interview. Um, Grace, hello. Hello. Why don't you start by describing maybe a little bit about yourself or your experience with the Calyrex Game Corner? Okay. Um, I'm Grace, also known as Grace, also known as Serene Grace on the Twitch. Uh-huh. Um, I like, don't even know where to start <laughs> with this. Yeah. If you, if you don't um, have anything, that's fine, but, you know. I think that the Calyrex Game Corner is awesome. Yeah. And I love everybody there. You do a little bit of competitive Pokemon and you do mostly art, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very similar to Melissa as well. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of, what's your experience with the Pokemon franchise? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, have been playing it since I was four years old. Um, started playing competitively when I was eight. Um, my full whole family started playing. Um, and then we did that for like five years. Um, traveled all around playing competitions and stuff. Got a Guinness World Record for being like the largest family that plays competitively, which is super weird, but uh -huh. cool. Um, and then took a break from playing competitively for a while because life and busyness. Right. But I definitely like still like played the games and stuff. Um, and then around, I guess, two years ago at this point, started playing competitively again. And I have been, you know, in and out of it since. Yeah. Do you think you're going to get back into the regional circuit a little bit if it ever happens again? I'd really like to. If I have like the time and the ability to travel for it, I would absolutely do that. Yeah. Very sick childhood. That sounds like if I were eight years old, that would be like a dream for me. But like it would never have happened. Oh, yeah. you know? um, <laughs> I'm very lucky. Can I ask or is it worth sharing how many like uh, top cuts or titles you have amongst your family? I have won one regional. My brother. One of my brothers has won like two or three regionals and he came second at nationals one year. Wow. That's my division? other sibling. Um, yeah, uh, I think all of the, I think he might have won one regional as a master. Wow. I don't, I don't actually remember, but I, most of them were probably senior division. Uh -huh. Um, there was one, the first year that I was a senior, um, the first regional that we went to, um, <laughs> he came first, my other sibling came second and I came third. Wow. That's <laughs> awesome. Really funny. Yeah. Calculated. Um, I yeah. I don't know how many like top cuts total, but that's kind of like the rundown. We've all qualified for worlds at least once, including my mom who doesn't really play video games that much and how old were you when you qualified for worlds oh i mean i so like i did qualify for like the like equivalent of worlds in 2008 right. although that was like that was the um it was different for video sure. game showdown yeah um 
so then next year was the first official circuit and i did qualify that year so i actually so you were nine yes nine that is crazy <laughs> okay that's so cool yeah and there were only two divisions back then um there was only um juniors and seniors so it was like different yeah. i don't remember how exactly how they did the ages but but still that's crazy because like yeah seniors had to be yeah. like 13 right yeah, it was I'd something imagine. like that. Like because my there was that one there was one regional um in Atlanta. I can't remember what year it was. I think maybe 2010. Um where my brother who was like only 13 or 14 at the time was in the finals against my dad. Oh, what? It's like <laughs> how did that happen? I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty strange. Cool. Thank you for sharing that. That is so sick. Yeah. <laughs> um we can go a little bit more casual. What's your favorite generation? Favorite generation? four i love gen four it was the one that i started playing competitive um i just think it's great yeah i mean that's when competitive started right so well yeah exactly <laughs> uh what is your experience with tabletop role-playing games yeah um i started playing i think in high school um my family wanted to get into it we do a lot of stuff together yeah um we like tried to like play a session and it just like nobody was able to like pay attention or do it seriously. But I was like, I want to learn how to do this. Um, so I had some friends from school teach me. And then we actually started a club um, for my high school for D and D. Um, and yeah, then just kind of been playing done like two other like full campaigns before this, but that's pretty much it. That's so sick. I wish I had a D and D club in high school. Very cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Was it called D&D Club or did it have like an... Oh, yes, okay. it was just called D&D Club. That's awesome. Who was the first character you played in a role-playing game? Um, should I go with like the first character that I played for that like that one session or the first character I played for like a full campaign? Whoever is more meaningful to you. Okay, so the first character that I played for a full campaign is definitely probably more meaningful to me. Uh, her name was Solia. She was a half elf rogue mm -hmm. um she was supposed to be like super like mysterious and like secretive um but through a combination of just like me not really being able to role play and also just really bad roles she just kind of became a meme and uh. just was very bad at being a rogue <laughs> i think that's like strangely more common with rogues than it is with other classes in my experience i don't know why but yeah still fun regardless yeah, it was definitely fun. With the amount of experience that you have, do you think you enjoy role-playing certain kinds of characters more than others? Is there kind of an archetype that you go for? Yeah, I thought that I would really like being the, like, secretive rogue, um, but, and, like, being, like, ooh, like, I'm, like, so smart and mysterious, but I think it's kind of more fun to play at, like, a not very smart character. Mm -hmm. I think it's a lot easier, because you don't have to, like, try as hard to, like, know things. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think just like something that someone that's like similar to myself, but like different enough that it, it is role playing. Oh, yeah. Bard vibes. I love like like bards and clerics. Uh -huh. I feel like they're always like the two now that I gravitate towards. Hell yeah, that's great. What was the process that inspired Elodie for you? The process that inspired Elodie? Um, I was like, I was thinking about what I wanted my character to be. I was like, I just had like the thought just randomly of like, what if I played a baker who has a milsery? Because I, I love milsery. 
I like baking. Those are two things that can go together really well. Um, and that's that's pretty much it just kind of went from there. Great. How do you feel about Ellie's development so far? Uh, how do you expect them to continue to grow? Yeah, um, I think she's learned a lot um, on her adventure. She kind of started out, um, I think, not being very, like, I guess, worldly, not very, like, street smart. She hadn't really, like, been around much. Um, and I think she's, like, learning, um, I don't know, I guess, like, how to interact with the world, how to... I don't know how to describe this um like i feel like, like the, there's a lot that's happened in the campaign that can be like kind of overwhelming for a person and like de- learning how to deal with that yeah. um and then as far as like the future um definitely continuing to go on that like path of growth of like learning how to deal with things that might be overwhelming um or like um how to help people around her um stuff like that yeah yeah are there any parts of Elodie that have surprised you as you've played her? Are there any decisions that she's made that would be at odds with your own decision-making? Gosh. Hmm. Good question. I, I certainly think there's been, been things that she's done that have surprised me. I think, like, the main one that comes to mind, I don't know why, um, is, like, when we were in um, Zoe's house after the, like, metal man came in and destroyed it and we were like investigating and like she like volunteered to go to the basement i don't know why but i like i didn't expect i don't know (laughs) i I feel like it's like a weird thing to describe that i was like i don't know i I feel like if i had been there like in person like i wouldn't want to do that but like me as a person like i also i want to know what was in the basement even if it might be scary Uh um so i guess like things like that of like just kind of like taking risks in a way that I probably wouldn't as a person. Um, I think are probably things she's done. Nice. I like that. That's great. Uh, you touched on it a little bit, but why did you pick cabbage? Cabbage as a name or milsery? Both. Both. Yes. Um, I really like milsery. Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of like the main explanation for that. I, I thought it would be a cool Pokemon to play um with for a campaign because i was like i don't know like it has a cool way to evolve it's a fairy type and i like fairy types um and then as far as cabbage um originally i was thinking about naming it like shoe like there's like the baking um term pot of shoe which like is what you make cream puffs with oh i never heard um, of that. yeah um and then like knowing i've just like seen online that like you know, people in France as like a pet name call each other like, oh, mon petit chouchou. Oh. Um, and that shoe actually translates to cabbage. I was like, wait, it would actually be kind of funny if her name was actually just cabbage. <laughs> wow, that's some exclusive like deep cut there. I, like, <laughs> I don't think anyone knows. I bet everyone's just like, oh, cabbage is just it's funny. But like it actually is like a French thing, which is like a Kalos thing, which is related to baking. Like, that's crazy. Yes, uh. I, I think names are really fun. So I spend a lot of time thinking about them (laughs) yeah that's significant that's awesome thanks for sharing that yeah so when we first made our character sheets the i just came up with a really basic passive to give everyone and it was related to a type specialty how do you feel about your decision do you think you want to develop into the fairy aspect or are you more keen on kind of a theme does your team already kind of represent either of these decisions 
Um, I think originally coming into the campaign, I was like, oh, I'm just going to be like a fairy type trainer and like, I'll probably catch some other Pokemon, but mainly I just, I just want to be like, you know, I think it would make sense to just kind of focus on fairy. And now I feel like that's kind of changed. I think she actually has more water types now than fairy types. That's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, I think there's, there's a lot of Pokemon that like some of them like centering around like food and stuff, I think it would be cool um, as a route seeing as she is like a baker. Um, but also like, I feel like I've kind of developed like this like performance aspect of like, maybe they're like a band. And I think that could be a really cool thing um, to do as well. Mm, right. Yeah. So you got a couple different routes you can go for there. Yeah. Yeah. I would like, in the same aspect I was saying with Melissa, how I feel like dragons are kind of fire adjacent. I think water and fairy are kind of related because they're both pretty lunar. You know, that's true. I didn't even think about that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, and again, that just comes to Avatar kind of. I mean, there isn't a fairy type in Avatar, but like if there was, it would be water bending related. Maybe it'd be air bending. I don't know. But I think it's similar. Mm hmm. So we actually. Yeah. I can just mention real quick. Go we actually it. kind of do represent the four of us, the like four different like nations. <laughs> You're kind of right. I didn't even consider then, that. <laughs> like Elodie is water, Cindy's fire, Schmidt is air, and Gimli is earth. You're so right. I never even realized that. <laughs> That's kind of wild. Ah. Huh. huh. Very cool. We'll see what happens with that. <laughs> um if Elodie, we're coming to visit you where you live. What activity would you propose to do together? Oh, gosh. Um, well, I think baking would be a pretty cheap option there. Yeah, <laughs> Just like, would be. come over and we'll bake. Um, I don't know. Uh, what else would be? Also, do you think you'd get along? I think so. Um. I definitely would want to be friends with her. I think she'd be like cool, and I'd be like, "Wow, this person can make things that taste good. I like things that taste good." Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I don't, what else would be a thing? Because I'm trying to think of like, because I mean, doing things in the city. There's lots of things to do in the city. I feel uh, like a, <laughs> a karaoke bar might be up her alley. Yeah, I was literally gonna say. Yeah. I think like karaoke would be really fun. I've never, I haven't had the chance to do anything like that, but I. I think it would be fun i think a first time like with a super charismatic friend would probably be like the way to go oh know? yeah oh definitely um there have been moments in our campaign where elodie does something incredibly charismatic and you're just like i don't really know like where to where to go with this you think that like there's a little bit of development for grace there like like learning little charisma oriented tasks because of elodie's inspiration maybe because there's been a lot of times where it's like i don't know what i would say but i want to do this and then we roll the dice and then you get a number, and then you've been able to de determine how LD responds based on what you roll. I guess I don't really know what I'm asking here, but <laughs> it's just a conversation <laughs> point, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think maybe there's been development there. Who knows? Yeah, it's an aspect of role-playing, I guess, that is all, and it's interesting, and it's yeah. fun, and it's good. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't touched my mouse in a little bit, so my monitor went black, but now I can... Okay, it's back. Um, give me... Your top three favorite Pokemon besides Milsery? Um, number one is Espeon. Mm -hmm. Been my favorite since I can remember. Um, number two is probably. I feel like two and three are a tie between 
Poltergeist and Wimpod. Ooh, um, excellent. Is there a story with Wimpod or do you just love Wimpod? Um, I really like giant isopods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember when that started. It's just like one day I was like, man, these things are really cool. Yeah, they are. Um, and since Wimpod is a giant isopod and it's also got some purple in it and I like purple. Mm hmm. I just think it's really cute. Yeah, that's a good enough reason. Um, you have a Wimpod plush, right? I do. Um, I don't have it with me right now. Oh, that's fine. I don't need to see it. And it's audio content anyways. But <laughs> that's true. you yeah. have to describe it in excruciating detail. Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. Um, that pretty much does it for me. If you have anything that you want to ask me or say to the listeners, that's on you. Um, thank you for being a really cool DM and thank you to the viewers for being really cool viewers, viewers, listeners. <laughs> they can't see us. I mean, yeah, maybe <laughs> they see us in their mind's eye, right? That's what matters. True. Yeah. Cool. 